Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, September 21st, and this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today on the podcast, I'm going to talk about uh, one big story heading into training camp, which is the beefing up of Jack Studnika. Uh, also mention the Zaxonician signing and what that means for himself and for the team and of course check around the NHL for some news and notes. Before we get into all that a quick reminder to please smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed on whatever podcast app you use. Uh, You can listen, download, uh, enjoy at your leisure and if you could also rate and review that would be very much appreciated especially if you are an Apple user. If you're on Twitter, you can follow the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. We recently passed 1,000 followers, which was amazing to see. Thank you to everyone who follows. Uh, Same handle on Instagram. And if you want to follow me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets, you can do so at Ian C. McLaren. For those new to the podcast, uh, again, my name is Ian. I am a lifelong Bruins fan been hosting this podcast for almost two years now, a credentialed member of Bruins Media, getting all the press releases and and Zoom availabilities, which is great. And, uh, you know, that's all based on 15, 16 years of hockey writing. Uh, I worked full-time for five years at The Score, which is a mobile app uh, that you may make use of, Uh, one of the best sports apps going. Uh, It's based in Toronto. I live just uh, west of Toronto in Guelph, Ontario, home of the Guelph Storm. And I was able to cover the 2019 run to the OHL Championship by the Storm uh, for SB Nation, which was really great. And I'm excited to get down there to the rink and uh, see Brett Harrison and the Oshawa Generals, as well as Ryan Mast and the Sarnia Sting uh, this season. So let's start with uh, Zach Sinitian, actually. He signed a one-year two-way contract for the 2021-22 season that will pay him $750,000 at the NHL level and $200,000 if he is down in Providence. Sinitian, of course, a 2015 first-round pick. Last season, he appeared in 13, sorry, 18 games for the Providence Bruins recording 7 goals and 13 points, which is not bad. Uh, He also was called up to the NHL level, and Bruce Cassidy said he was going to give him, you know, an extended look, but he immediately injured his shoulder, and he went scoreless in 8 games with the Bruins last season. He now has 3 points in 14 career NHL games since being drafted uh, in the first round back in 2015, 40 goals, 79 points in 192 career NHL games for the Providence Bruins. And one really has to wonder if this is Sinitian's kind of last chance to crack the NHL roster and prove that he's an NHL player. It was interesting this past offseason 
that Cam Neely finally acknowledged that uh, the Bruins kind of whiffed at the draft table in 2015. There were players like Matt Burzell, Kyle Connor, Travis Konechny, Brock Besser, uh, Thomas Shabbat that were taken after Jake DeBrusque, Jacobs Borrell, and Sinitian. Uh Back in June, Neely said he's looked back at that a lot. He thinks the timing of when they hired Don Sweeney and the draft was taking place very close together would have been good to have a little bit more time between hiring and the draft. Not to say that Don wasn't involved in the amateur meetings, but he wasn't involved at the time, most of the time thinking that he was making the picks. So he said Don Sweeney did everything he needed to do leading up to the draft to get three first-round picks, trading Milan Lucic, trading Dougie Hamilton, and Neely thought the moves that he made were really good and poised to set the Bruins up for the future. The team, the scouts, uh, they put the list together, and during that time, Neely acknowledged they should have taken some time out. Uh, they tried to move up in the draft to get Noah Hannafin. It didn't work. They probably should have taken the time before the picks and really digested the list a little bit more. Uh, there was a pick. One of the scouts really thought the player wouldn't be available in the second round, and so they reached pretty good on him. Obviously, hindsight is everything they'd all love to have moving forward and thinking about making different decisions or better decisions, I guess, Neely said. You can always do that in every draft, though, no matter where you pick and how many picks you have. One can only assume that the player he was referencing was Sinitian himself. And again, there's really no guarantee that he will crack the roster this season. There are players ahead of him on the depth chart on the right side. There are players who have come after him that have elevated their status. I think of, you know, well, Jesper Froden, who was signed and who impressed at the Prospects Challenge. Uh, you have Oscar Steen. Uh, you have Jack Stanika, who can play the right side. We'll talk about him here in a moment. And on the NHL roster, you have, you know, Carson Kuhlman, who's still looking for playing time. Chris Wagner, who Bruce Cassidy is very enamored with. Uh, so, yeah, whether or not he is able to get in the lineup really remains to be seen. He will be a restricted free agent again at the expiration of this deal. Uh, whether or not the Bruins re-sign him, let him walk, really depends on what he's able to do this season, of course. He needs to come into training camp and just put together a monster effort. You know, there are, like I said, there's guys ahead of him who are more in line to get playing time on the right side. You have Nick Foligno that's come in who can play the right side. Obviously, Pasternak and Smith are well entrenched in the top six. But when it comes to the bottom six, there is some wiggle room. There are some openings. If Felino's on the third line, you know, that's not his natural position. He's a left-handed shot. Uh, so maybe you want uh, a Kuhlman or a Sinitian or a Wagner fighting for that spot. Or Oscar Steen might impress at training camp. Uh, but Sinitian himself needs to come in and show that he has put in the work and that he's committed to doing everything possible to uh, making the NHL roster. If uh, he does, it's important to note that his contract does not have waiver protection. So if he makes the roster, 
and he needs to be sent down, then he has to pass through waivers. Um, I don't know if the Bruins are concerned that he would be, you know, claimed, but uh, the fact is he's probably more likely to start in Providence. And I think part of the reason why he didn't sign until yesterday is the fact that he was hoping for one-way assurance on this deal. And quite frankly, he hasn't earned it uh, if he wants that perhaps for next season, he needs to, to earn it and uh, put in the work, as did Jack Stanika, who we will talk about here in a moment. But for the time being, Sinitian, one-year, two-way contract for this upcoming season, and it really seems like a make-or-break uh, season for Zach Sinitian's pro career in North America. Uh, he really could be destined to you know, finish off his career in Europe if things don't go too well this season. But hopefully uh, he's able to put in that great effort and somewhat salvage that pick for the Bruins. I should add, like I mentioned on Twitter yesterday, it's important to note Sinitian did not draft himself in the first round. He did not ask to be, you know, reached for. Uh, It's a difficult position for him to be in having that added pressure of a mid first round pick especially with all the guys who are selected after him Uh, so I don't fault him for that Uh, what's up to him though is to put in the work uh, to uh, make sure that he is at his peak heading into training camp and to just simply outwork others competing for the same positions and for playing time with the Boston Bruins this season. Camp gets going uh, this week, and uh, that is one storyline I'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, I've said it before, I have a bit of a soft spot for Sinitian. He's from Ottawa, where I grew up. Uh, He went to my nephew's high school. Uh, He was uh, uh, a gym tutor. Uh, You know, he helped kids in, uh, younger kids in gym class. Seems like a nice kid from all Uh, Not really a kid anymore. He's 24, but seems like a nice guy by all accounts. And so I'm really rooting for him to to salvage his his career here this season. Rock Auto is the best place to go for all your auto parts needs. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Uh, They're a family-owned business, and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Why choose to spend 30 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you can save big with Rock Auto. For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. At Rock Auto, you can get it for around $216. Their prices are always reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Uh, Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I also want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirectStream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectStream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. 
Now, I've talked about Jack Stanika in the past couple days and how he has uh, really, like I said, what Stanisha needs to do, put in the work. Uh, and he jumped on Zoom yesterday, and it was evident that he has indeed uh, bulked up. The 22-year-old knew that he needed to get stronger after failing to crack the roster last season. And, uh, yeah, it was a really kind of down season for him. He suited up for 20 games with the Bruins, recording only one goal and two assists, and not able to really build on the strong season that he had in 2019-20 as a member of the Providence Bruins, where he scored 23 goals and added 26 assists. So he spent the majority of the offseason in Boston working out at Warrior, as well as down in Foxborough at Edge Performance Systems. Uh, and on Monday, he said, you know, it's a man's league. A focus was getting stronger in past levels. The AHL, you can hold on to that puck easier regardless of your stature. Here, there's big, strong defensemen always in your face. He knew he had to get stronger, and he believes he achieved that. And it's very noticeable just looking at the guy. He said, hopefully it translates. The numbers weren't really there offensively last year for me. I pride myself on being an offensive guy, but when I look back on it, there were opportunities and hopefully just build on that this year. He estimates that he packed on over 15 pounds thanks to his summer training, and he's already noticing the positive effects, particularly when it comes to skating. He feels more explosive, wasn't trying to put on all kind of bad weight trying to get faster more explosive stronger able to work defensemen off hold on to the puck longer and gain more explosiveness Uh, he also spoke highly of the example set by brad marchand and other veterans who he skated with over the summer Uh, he said marshy worked so hard barely took any time off this offseason after a very good year for him personally And seeing something like that, it's easy to work hard yourself. He's been great this summer helping me with that. And I know Stanika is not alone in looking up to uh, Marshan both on and off the ice. He's also trying to follow in his footsteps when it comes to developing a strong two-way game. It's a process that began two years ago when he led the AHL with seven shorthanded goals during his first full pro season. He said, there's so many guys here who play a two-way game, starting with the top line. You watch them, and you see the pride that they take defensively, and it's easy to follow suit. As a unit, the team has done a really good job of playing a two-way game. Fortunately, last year, he got to learn a lot, got to be on the penalty kill pretty frequently, and that always helps with defensive awareness. So hopefully, it gets better this year, too. Having said all this, I will be... Kind of surprised if Stanika does not make the team out of training camp. I think uh, based on the hole at the second line center spot that we've talked about so much over the past couple of months, uh, he really has an opportunity to gain himself some good playing time with Charlie Coyle reportedly, no, not reportedly, Don Sweeney said it, uh, he's going to be limited to begin camp. Uh, So Stadnika has a prime, prime opportunity here, not only to uh, make the team, but also to get a spot in the top six, or at least a look in exhibition games. And, you know, a strong showing there will make it difficult for head coach Bruce Cassidy and his staff to not slot him in somewhere. 
and uh, I'm really excited to see the ongoing development of Jack Stanika. I have him in uh, a keeper league uh, that's salary cap based. So, you know, a guy still on his entry-level deal, if he can have a big season, that's a benefit uh, for those kind of dynasty leagues if you're in one, and I highly recommend them. They're very, very fun. Uh, I should mention that Derek Forbort also made an appearance on Zoom yesterday. And uh, he briefly uh, answered some questions. He said he's getting acclimated to the city. The city's incredible. Always one of his favorites to uh, to go. He's living in the North End area. A lot of history there. And he's trying to learn all that. Uh, as far as the guys go, it's been awesome. You can see why they've been so good the last couple years. Everyone's so close. Everyone's so good to each other, and everyone works so hard. And uh, that was one of the main reasons why he decided to sign with the Bruins, uh, his first uh, team in the Eastern Conference that he has played for uh, after previously being with the uh, the Kings and the Jets and, uh, and the Flames. So, uh, yeah, Derek Forbort, he doesn't know quite yet where he's going to slot in. But um, there is some talk that he could get some time with Charlie McAvoy. And uh, I'm interested to see what he brings to the table as well. I was reminded yesterday that he was drafted in the 2010 draft 15th overall. So just 14 picks back from Taylor Hall, who uh, is also a Boston Bruin for the next few years, which... Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, it's the number one source for everything football. But that's not it. They also have hockey, odds, basketball, boxing, your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this season. Uh, head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100 at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Also, don't forget that betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day at Locked On Bets Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. Uh, Montreal Canadiens forward Jonathan Drouin opened up about his season-ending leave of absence in 2020-2021. Uh, it caused him to leave the team near the end of the regular season and missed the playoff run that culminated in a uh, Stanley Cup final appearance for the Canadians. He said that he's had anxiety problems for many years and insomnia related to his anxiety. He said the restrictions placed on him and his teammates by COVID-19 took a toll on his physical and mental health. You know, he'd already been struggling with anxiety for years on top of that. Uh, He never lost his love for the game, but there were times last season when he went three straight nights without sleep, uh, and he just took this decision to prioritize his mental health, and I think it is amazing that he did that, prioritizing mental health over hockey, uh, even when it cost him a trip to the Stanley Cup Final, uh, and that the Canadians supported that. He's happy with the decision. 
He wants to remain in Montreal. His mental health is better than ever, and I think he could be a real factor for the Montreal Canadiens uh, this season. Uh, so good on him, good on the Canadians for supporting that. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, the Arizona Coyotes revealed yesterday that they will be going full-time to their Kachina Coyote jerseys and logo for this season, which is amazing. It's one of my favorites, uh, very unique and uh, appropriate to their spot in the desert. And uh, I'm very excited when they first revealed that when they moved to uh, Arizona, it made me, uh, as uh, I believe I was in high school at the point, just really, uh, yeah, jump on board. And, and I liked watching their games just because of uh, that logo. So that's very cool to see as well. Now it looks like uh, Vladimir Tarasenko and Jack Eichel will begin training camp as members of the St. Louis Blues and Buffalo Sabres, respectively. Those are some of the training camp storylines that NHL.com has highlighted. Jack Eichel remains with the Sabres. Uh, It means the team hasn't found the right offer to make worth trading the captain. He's also dealing with that neck injury that has led to complications in his relationship with the team. And, um, you know, GM Kevin Adams hasn't ruled out Eichel playing for the Sabres this season, but he still needs to get uh, surgery on his neck. And, you know, he wants one procedure, the team wants another. So that's the reason why there's this impasse. And we'll see if it means he's back or if he is traded at some point. Uh, Tarasenko uh, remains in St. Louis. Um, General Manager Doug Armstrong said he'd have no problem with Tarasenko on the team this season, despite the trade request. And reports indicate he looks pretty good after uh, rehabbing a his latest shoulder injury. So I don't really think they will be rushing to trade him uh, at that point. Um, what other storylines does NHL.com have? Obviously, the Kraken becoming a team. They mentioned Bruins and uh, David Krejci filling that role. Uh, Jonathan Taves returning after missing last season with a chronic immune response syndrome. Uh, The Dallas Stars with three goalies uh, at their disposal. The Bruins will be playing them to begin the season. So they'll have to choose between Anton Hudobin, Braden Holtby, and youngster Jake Odinger to be their starter. Uh, Same kind of situation in Columbus with Elvis Merzlikens and Eunice Corposalo. Uh, fighting for playing time. There's Austin Matthews recovering from um, wrist surgery, which could impact his chase for the Rocket Richard Trophy, which we hope David Pasternak will again contend for. The Penguins are set to begin the season without uh, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov remains unsigned, as do uh, Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes in Vancouver. Uh, Sabres defenseman Rasmus Deline, Ottawa Senators forward Brady Kachuk, and Blues forward Robert Thomas are uh, restricted free agents who are yet unsigned. And notable unrestricted free agents include Eric Stahl, Alex Galchenyuk, and Patrick Marlowe. Uh, so those guys still looking for contracts as well. If you want to check out the full storylines, you can do so at NHL.com. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I hope you are having a great week so far. 
Uh, tomorrow's podcast, we'll do a mailbag. So please do send in some questions today at Locked NHL Bruins or at Ian C. McLaren, and I'll do my best to answer those on tomorrow's podcast as well as bring you the latest from Boston as the team uh, continues to skate in advance of the official beginning of uh, training camp. And we'll see if there's any uh, PTOs or any surprises on the training camp invite list now that all the free agents are signed uh, thanks to Zach Sinitian agreeing to terms on that one-year two-way deal. So yeah, thanks again for listening, friends. Please do subscribe if you haven't already. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.